everybody, and welcome to the unofficial Elder Scrolls podcast. I'm your host, as always, Pylon, here with our good friend, Doc. Doc, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How is everybody in chat? I think they'll be doing good, because today <laughs> is a very special day. Yes! The 11-11. was 11-11 in 2011, too. So that was the triple 11-11-11. Now we're yes. just the, we're, we got the two 11s. For Skyrim's release date in 10 years ago today, which is mind-boggling to think that that was 10 years ago and thinking about all the things that have changed in my life since the past 10 years is kind of crazy to think about. And as a special, special guest today with us on the show, we have Dave, the founder of the UASP with us. How's it going, Dave? Yes, I'm great. Hello, everyone. Glad to be here. <laughs> yeah, so we thought it'd be a lot of fun because we're like, you know what? We don't need to do a normal show tonight. We're going to do a show kind of just talking about Skyrim and all the things going on. And we're like, Dave's actually the perfect person to have on to talk about all this stuff. Because yes. we can talk about all the things that changed when like Skyrim came out and what's been going on in the past 10 years. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of like mind boggling to me that it's been, I don't remember the last time celebrating a 10th anniversary of a game. Mm -hmm. Right. It's, just sure, had, yeah. like, it's had such a cultural impact that like people are actually like, no, no, like. There was like concerts on like today and stuff like that with like the London Symphony Orchestra and there's been like stories that they were telling. I don't know if did you either of you guys get a chance to watch any of that? No, I was sad I missed it. I, I, watched I might the, go uh, back and watch it. I watched the Todd Howard interview on IGN, which had a lot of good information or I didn't really, get a chance to see that one. Yeah, so that's really good that you watched long. it. It's like fifteen minute long and he, he talks a lot a lot about stuff. It's really nice. Ooh. Any highlights from it? Because I didn't get a chance to watch that. Yeah, one. I mean, he talks about everything, not just not just Skyrim, you know, Starfield and Fallout. Yeah, and a little bit about ESX. Not nothing. Uh, nothing oh, nothing, nothing uh, exciting. But nothing too exciting. But uh, you know, they, they're they're focusing on Starfield now. So yeah, but uh, it was yes. uh, really interesting and in, in hearing him hearing him talk about that. Yeah, that's super cool. I, what was really cool with the concert too is so it was, the concert was just a number of the pieces from the original soundtrack for Skyrim. Uh, and it was peppered in with a lot of like people's like life stories about how Skyrim in, impacted their lives. There was a person who was, he was like addicted to heroin talking about. And then when they got to the halfway yeah. house, there was an Xbox 360 there with Skyrim on it. He's like, and literally the only reason he kept going back to the halfway house was to play Skyrim more. And he's like, literally the only reason oh, I got wow. clean was by going back because I wanted to keep playing Skyrim more and more. And it was, I was just like reading that. I was like, this is amazing. I love this. That's crazy cool. Yeah. So like, that was really, really cool. Um, But at the end, they played the th new theme from Starfield. We got oh, to hear it for the first time. And it's really, really good. I'm so excited. It, it felt kind of like a... Skyrim meets Star Wars. Yeah, like think like John, like that John Williams style of score, like that really big, huge Ooh. piece. But then with that, like that Elder Scrolls kind of like uh, it was, it was really good. So I highly suggest checking it out. Uh, I'll have to dig up some links for it because it's on. The, they have two versions of it on YouTube now. They'll have a version with the like stories from all the people, and then just a pure music version, uh, which will be good because. And then I can just listen to it while I'm working because it's all live, live done with the orchestra. Mm. And it's, it just sounded beautiful. It was amazing. Yeah. I know I had a few people messaging me being like, I got choked up listening to it. Like Aww. just like the memories of like all the things coming through. So, so that was really, really, 
Yeah, the the star. I see El Tim Tor in chat there saying that um, Starfield music definitely had John Williams vibes. Yeah, it's really oh, good. I'm so I highly suggest going to check it out. Um, and then as other fun things, um, I know Dave and I got some fun packages from Bethesda, which was really yeah. cool. We got new <laughs> new T-shirts. Mm -hmm. Doc's super jealous. That... Nice, I am. I don't know how I. To be fair, I have what? no idea how I got on the list for this. <laughs> like I understand Dave. Like that yeah, makes sense to me. That but makes absolutely. I don't know sense. how I got on the list for this. Um, You're just awesome like that. It had okay. I have to go grab this for a second because it may be the most unique swag gift ever. I'll be right back. We can marvel at his nice, fancy new chair. Yeah. Oh, so, for the people listening to the audio version of this, I'm sorry <laughs> you can't see it, but they gave us a skateboard deck. <gasps> like oh my gosh that's it's amazing so pretty. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. beautiful but i don't understand why a skateboard deck i'm trying i've been like trying to think if there's any possible reason why a specifically a skateboard deck other than it's just like it's really cool it's super unique like it's a nice little like it's like, beautiful. It's beautiful. Like, it's, I'm obviously never going to use it to skateboard, despite <gasps> elder names. I would learn how to skateboard just to have it. <laughs> but then I'd scratch it all up. It's so pretty. Oh, that's fair. That's I know. fair. Memes is has really trying to convince me that we're going to do, like, learn how to, like, Tony Hawk pro skate with them. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, like, the elder memes is like, this is going to be us at the next Bethesda game days. And I was like, have you looked at me? There's no chance I'm going to be able to skateboard and not break my face. Um, but it was really, really cool. I was really like, I was, I was kind of shocked. I didn't know if I was going to be getting anything or like what was going on. And I saw like the VIP package. I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like there's a little champagne flute in it um, and a notebook, which was really, really nice of them. So thank you, Bethesda, for yes, including you. us in that. We really appreciate it. And it was, it was a surprise. So that was really fun. That's so cool. Um, but yes, yeah, like. We I was we were talking about things today too, and I was reading some like posts and a lot of things like that. And it's like Skyrim, I has to be one of like the biggest impacting video games of all time. Like probably I would say top top five or top ten most impactful video games I think in the world. Like there's probably the Pokemon games, Mario games, Minecraft, and that's. Uh, Skyrim like in there like those games like Skyrim's one of those games that you can randomly bring it up to people on the street and I would say mm -hmm. eight out of nine out of ten will know what you mean if yeah. you just say like oh do you know the game Skyrim like oh yeah even if they don't play games they'll be like oh yeah I've heard of that game like I know that's mm -hmm. the game with the dragons right like <laughs> it's just really interesting things and it's and it's kind of huge for even just the Elder Scrolls in general, because I think I remember I was reading some of the things on like the Discord and on Twitter and stuff today where people were like, why didn't Oblivion get as big of a treatment or why isn't Morrowind mm -hmm. got as big of a treatment as Skyrim's getting? And I'm like, and I was thinking about that and I was trying to like kind of process that in my brain because like Morrowind was my introduction to the Elder Scrolls. That was where I started. Dave was Arena was your <laughs> introduction yeah. when you started the, uh, the UESP. Um, but Skyrim's, I think, just at a whole different level from that. Mm -hmm. And I kind of wanted to ask Dave about that, too. So 
you probably have the most insight into this outside of Bethesda with just what it's looked like in the wiki. And like, how did things change on the wiki even when Skyrim came out? Ah, uh, I try to. I mean, I, I know one one thing that changed was just in terms of page views. We started getting a huge number more page views. I mean, if you look at the jumps, yeah. jumps from, you know, from Morrowind release and Oblivion release, they were like, they were they were popular games, but not like a huge, huge jump. And all of a yeah. sudden in Skyrim, it's like, I, I was checking the, uh, like the page views like 10 years ago. And it's like, it's like 10 times. The, the the page views on the wiki increased by like 10 times from uh, Skyrim release. So I think it's maybe a, a wider game audience Skyrim yeah. appealed to. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe not just, I mean, was Oblivion on console? But it was, Oblivion it, was Xbox exclusive for a year, I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, And then it was available on PlayStation. Okay. It might have not been a full year. <laughs> I'll have to double check. But uh, yeah, so I, I mean... I don't know, just the game system or the the type of game. It was, you know, more more open or to a, a wider audience, and that just made it, uh, you know, more popular or more. Yeah, you know and I, I, and like I, you'll often hear people like say things like Skyrim's easier than mm -hmm. the other games, which I I would agree is true, but I don't know if that's always a bad thing because that mm. did introduce so many more people into because it was more accessible. I think, like, yeah. looking back at Morrowind, when I played Morrowind, like, <laughs> that was hard. There was a lot of things that, like, I look back and I try to play now. And, like, this was, like, there was turn, like, the instructions for a quest were, like, turn left at, like, the third tree <laughs> that you see while you're traveling north-northeast <laughs> towards, yeah. like, uh, Vivek. And you're like, I don't know where I'm going right now. And then and then they, maybe the instructions were wrong and they actually meant to go somewhere else. Like there's a few of those little mistakes in there. Whereas like Skyrim was that like, it, it brought a lot of those easier mechanics to the game. Like it was a little bit more forgiving, which I think let more people be like, oh, maybe I'll try this. Oh, maybe I'll try this. So yeah, it was really, really cool. And Doc, you so, so we were talking about how we got involved or started with Skyrim and things like that. Yes. Dave, were you a, this also, I was thinking about 10 years ago was midnight, midnight launches existed at stores. Mm -hmm. Like that was still a thing 10 years ago, which is like now I, when was the last time you heard about yeah, a midnight true. launch for a game? I miss that. I do too. I, I remember this like really well. Mm -hmm. Do you remember what your first step into Skyrim was Dave? I know, not, not, yeah, not specifically. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think. Was if Skyrim was the one game I, I ordered, but on release day it didn't come in, so I, I was like oh, running, no, run, running around no. to like all the game stores in the area trying to find a copy, and it, it eventually found one. I think that was Skyrim. Pretty sure that was Skyrim. Oh no! And uh, and I, I don't, you know I don't specifically remember you know you know my first stepping into the world, but. Um, yeah, I mean that that's what that's what I remember running around town. Well, uh, yeah, driving stores. around like yeah, driving around town trying to find like a like a store that had it in stock cuz that yeah, open and have it in stock cuz yeah. that was also a problem. Like you couldn't download the game. Like I don't I don't think there was uh, there was Steam. I, it wasn't on Steam initially, right? No, it wasn't no. on Steam initially. Could you only physically buy it when it came out or was it available for a download right away? I don't think so, but I mean, I don't yeah, think I don't, so. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, I 
again the things that we don't like to think about from 10 years ago like that's a, <laughs> that's kind of funny to think about because i had it for xbox 360 was what i got it for because i had an xbox 360 um so that's what i bought i didn't even at, it's so funny at the time when skyrim came out i didn't have a pc i just had an imac for work um mm. i didn't have so i couldn't play it and actually it's super funny so i played on xbox 360 for a long time and i loved it on there and then i was like i want to try some of these mods that people keep talking about like there were some really fun things that people had been doing and i was like i want to try some of that stuff so i researched 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 and i found that there was a way to transfer your save file from the xbox to a pc but not to a mac because the game wasn't available on mac and also to this day skyrim is still not available on the mac <laughs> i can Aww. play it on alexa i can probably play it on a fridge <laughs> yeah I could probably like play it like with like um, sending a letter to like Todd Howard, I feel at this point, and he would email me back <laughs> with like the next step of the quest that I'm on. But I can't play on a Mac, which is mind boggling to me. Um, but that was like, that was then I was like, I'm going to start building a computer. And then I started building computers more like I hadn't done it since I was a kid with my dad. And then I started building computers and then that became my job. Like I was working at a game studio building computers for them. I was just like all because I wanted to mod Skyrim. It was just kind of funny there. Um, but yeah, that's so weird thinking about like, yeah, there was midnight launches for Skyrim. I remember doing it. So I didn't do the midnight launch for Skyrim, but I had it pre-ordered the day of, cause I remember going from work, picking it up, and then coming back and then after eating some dinner, I popped it into the Xbox and my wife had something else to do. Because we were also, we had just been married three months before. <laughs> no, two months before. It was October. Um, So two months before. So we were hanging out. She was doing her own thing. And then I was just like on the couch in our little living room in our small apartment playing Skyrim and playing Skyrim and playing Skyrim. And then... <laughs> I realized she came out in the morning and said, did you ever come to bed? And I looked at the clock and it was 5 a.m. And I was like, mm, maybe. I just remember I was so hooked on it because like I had all the lights off in the living room and stuff like that. And it was just, it was cold. I remember it being snowy, uh, which made it feel really good with that like Skyrim atmosphere and just like getting in and hunkered down with like blankets around. Oh, it was so good. Uh, but yeah, it was just like a, it was a, it's a whole different experience now. Like, I feel like that launch day events don't really happen anymore, which is kind of sad. Yeah. I kind of miss that. I do too. But uh, that's also part, I think, of why we're like, the why there's been such a big deal made about this, like Skyrim event uh, for the yeah. 10th anniversary is because like it's, it's, there's that nostalgia there for these things that, um, they just don't exist anymore they're not the same and that's it's it's i would say downloadable game releases is better i don't have to worry about getting up at midnight because i like now i wouldn't do that because i'm like no i have to be up for work in the morning like i'm right yeah now that i'm not in like my like 20s i'm like wait i can't stay up if i stayed up all night playing a game right now i would just not make it to the next day like that'd be hard i would die yeah just straight up i would i would die <laughs> So, Doc, what was your first foray into Skyrim? So, um, like I was telling people beforehand, um, I have this knack of not usually playing, like, these popular games until, like, two years later. 
Um, so I was kind of late to the scene. Um, my friend, one of my friends had actually, uh, gifted a, an Xbox 360. This was like right before the next gens came out and, um, and he was about to move. So he gave, gave me his Xbox 360. And then another friend was like, well, I have all these games that you can borrow. And one of them was Skyrim. And I was like, Ooh, I've heard about this game. I've been really curious about it. And he was like, yeah, it sucked. <laughs> and he was like, you can have it. And I was like, Oh, Okay, thanks. And so 10 minutes into the game, I'm like, oh, this is the most amazing thing ever. And I was like completely hooked into it because it was just, I think what hooked me honestly was when I ran into a, um, I don't know how to pronounce the name, Ayla? Ayla? Um, and the companion, Ayla, mm. the huntress Ayla. and the companions when they kill, when they kill the giant and you can go choose to help them or not. And that was like my first. And after that, I was just completely hooked. Cause I was like, oh, I want to join the companions. They seem super cool. Like, yeah, there's nothing oh suspicious gosh. here. Yeah. I was totally like, not werewolves. So yeah. So, um, and I was completely hooked and the soundtrack of that game just completely hooked me in the scenery, everything. I had never played a game like that before. Um, and I grew up with video games. Like I played Zelda, I played Mario, I played like all the Nintendo games and stuff. But this was the first time where I just felt like I was a part of the game. And yeah. it was, I oh my gosh. Like, I mean, this is seriously, it's just, um, it's, it's mind boggling, but then it's not at the same time that this game is still as popular as it has been for so long, for 10 years. But then it's not because it's like, I just, uh, I, I bought the anniversary edition. Like, this is the yeah. third time I've bought this game. I like, bought seriously. it. Oh, I wish this was the third time I bought this game. I don't know how many yeah. versions of it I have in different places. I have it on, well, I had it. So Xbox 360, I mm -hmm. have it on Switch. I have like four versions, five versions on PC. Like I've got the, um... I've got one on whatchamacallit, the Bethesda store. I've got it on Steam. I had a physical CD, like a DVD-ROM of it for yeah. whatever reason. I can't... When was the last <laughs> time you put a DVD in something? I was thinking that, like physical media like that. Like, it's just so I odd. I mean, I still have a PS4, so I still do that. But. Fair. <laughs> but I <yeah>. guess. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's crazy. Like, um, and it's so funny because after the last edition for, cause I had on PS4, the legendary edition that came out, like how many years ago? Um, a few, um, when they released that, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to have this because now I can actually have mods. Cause we don't get mods on PS4 yeah. or Xbox one, you guys. So I was like, oh, I can finally have access to mods. And so I bought it. And I was like, okay, I'm good. I have Skyrim now again. Like, I'm never going to buy it again. And guess what I did today, guys? I totally bought it again. So <laughs> the anniversary edition. But this time I bought it on PC because, like, now I want all the mods. I want to experience the true Skyrim on PC. So I'm very, very excited. Haven't played it yet, but I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited, actually, for the anniversary edition because I haven't really gone through much of the uh, creation club. Me neither. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've, I've played with a couple of them. Um, actually, I'll talk a little bit about that in a few minutes here when we talk about what we're going to be doing for um, uh, Extra Life this year, uh, which starts tomorrow. 
Um, so yeah, like the fact that like I was I was very curious to try to figure out how they were because I knew they were going to release Skyrim again. Like we all knew there was going to be another version of it coming out, but I was like, what on earth are they going to do to make it any different than it was before? And the the adding in the Creation Club content is brilliant. I think it was a really cool idea. And then there's, I think there's four new quests in there. Um, so I think that'll be really good. Um. But yeah, I was trying to think what was it? I had another question I wanted to pop off off the top of my head and this entirely eluded me now because I've just gotten so sidetracked with just, which is basically par for the course with Skyrim. Because yeah, how many of us tried to start the main main quest? Like, oh my God, shinies over there. I, I, um, I was thinking I must have started maybe two or three characters. And then I realized, you know, I've never finished the main quest. <laughs> I probably should not, probably should try doing that. <laughs> It took me longer than I want to admit before I finished the main quest. Yeah. I just, think there's just so much to do and see and mm-hmm. and then and, you forget about it yeah. almost like cuz there's just so much going on. It's just <laughs> and I think that's like the the thing that Skyrim and I guess other um Elder Scrolls games as well, but it's that that feeling of exploration mm. that like this is a whole new world and it's open it's you can do whatever you want that i just i i haven't been able to capture in any game since i would say since skyrim came out i haven't been able to feel that like oh this is new this is exciting i'm exploring yeah. that that feeling of exploration again whereas like even in eso it doesn't that like that feeling of yeah. exploration isn't quite there it's a uh, do these things because they're fun like this and this and this and these are fun things to do it's it's entertaining but it's not that like where am i well how do i solve this how do i get to this point like it's yeah the it's, only time i've ever felt that way with another game was fallout the fallout series um another bethesda game yeah. i mean they know how to do their games man like because like that was the only because up until that point i had played other games and everything and was like oh this is cool this is cool this is cool but i never i would always end up going back to skyrim and yeah i never felt that way i love eso obviously but not that same feeling of being truly just completely immersed in it like i did with skyrim Except Fallout was pretty close. Not to the same level, but pretty darn close. You need to play it. I think, I think I've tilted <laughs> chat. See, they, they're, they're just like, they found out that I've never played a Fallout game. I really want to. I don't know yeah. why I haven't. It's I have so Game Pass. I could make this happen. You could. Okay, you know what? Maybe that'll be this like holiday season thing for me is I'm going to yes. go through Fallout. Once yes. once I hit Stream that like, it, Canadian, once I hit the Canadian hibernation after that first really big snowfall hits, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to go outside anymore. Like, yep. I, just don't, I don't want to do anything. Like it's hard during the summer because I'm like, hey, it's nice out. I want to be outside. And then like as soon as that snow hits, I'm like, mm. no, no, I'm gonna be warm in my <laughs> basement with a blanket. Um, yeah. So maybe I, I follow, but that feeling of exploration and wonder. It's like, and that's why I'm super excited for Elder Scrolls Six. Like, whenever it mm-hmm. comes out, um, that's why I'm excited about Starfield, man. Or Starfield oh, was yeah, the next one I was gonna say. So um, excited! I'm so excited for Starfield. Like, and we're gonna be doing some UESP. He's gonna be working on a Starfield wiki, right? Is that still <gasps> the case, Dave? Yep. It's uh, the still the wiki's up. It's just not doing anything at the moment. Sort of waiting there's for. There's no it. information. Yeah, I know. Right. It's like, what do we add? Uh, nothing. <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, but it's there. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, so we'll be working more on that once the game's released, or at least at the stages where there's more yeah. information and things that we can capture from that. So <laughs> that'll be really exciting. I, I'm excited for it. And that, after hearing that soundtrack today, too, it was just... Oh, I'm gonna have to look it up, yeah, man. Seriously, I need go, to hear it. I need everybody, to. after you finish listening to us, make sure you go and check out the um, soundtrack for Starfield because it, it was beautiful. It was, it was mm. one of those like chill moments where you just got chills as you're going through. Um, but yeah, so I did want to touch on before I forget our extra life <laughs> event for this year. Yeah. Um, we wanted to do something really fun. One of the struggles I had last year was trying to manage a continuous stream nonstop for 24 hours of mm -hmm. eight or nine different people it was a lot of it was a lot of back and forth and i'm like honestly my brain is breaking doing it <laughs> and i haven't slept in so long so we're doing something a bit different this year but it's still i think going to be a lot of fun what we're doing is our elders or our uh extra life event is going to take place over the course of the weekend so it's going to start tomorrow night and end on Sunday or Monday evening. I'm not 100% sure yet. But what we're going to be doing is something a little bit unique. I'm going to start the game on Friday. And Twitch chat is going to help us build a character. And then the next person to stream is going to take that save file and continue on the game from wherever I left off. And we're going to keep doing this again over and over throughout the weekend. But there's also some other really interesting caveats with it. If we hit a 200 um, donation goal, we're turning on survival mode. So we're going to have to play that. Every time we get a donation to Extra Life, whoever's playing has to change whatever weapon they're currently using. <laughs> or if they're using a spell, they have to pick a new spell. And that's also on top of you just have whatever the person so if i start off and i'm like i'm gonna pick a two-handed weapon but baratron comes on on saturday and she's like i want to be a stealth archer she's gonna start with a ton of like two-hand weapon skills that aren't gonna really be working out for her so it's gonna be interesting that way um we have a bunch of other donation goals that we'll like post up um while we're going for like once we hit certain milestones we have to do certain types of quests if we hit some really big milestones it'll be like play through but you're not allowed to pick up any more items for the rest of the game until you die again um what were some of the other we have a few other ones um dave has let us know that uesp will be willing to match donations up to a certain amount which i don't have in front of me yeah, I think we. I said three thousand this year. Yeah, so up to three thousand dollars. So every dollar that you donate, a second one, and that's actually open now. Um, if I, I'll post a link in chat, but you can actually go to Extra Life and donate to our campaign now. It's up and running. So if you want to start donating now to make sure we hit some of those goals, um, the really big one though <laughs> is if we make it to two thousand dollars. I have promised, as on the previous podcast, that I will rewrite the lyrics for Lose Yourself by Eminem yes! and perform them <laughs> based on the Elder Scrolls. I I don't know how this is going to go. I'm I'm not uh, a word a wordsmith or a rapper by any stretch of the imagination, but I basically have that song still memorized from when I was a kid. Yeah. So this could be happen and. 
if we make it to 3,000, I will perform it live on stream. <laughs> Full out perform it on stream. So if we make it to that high, it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be weird, but we'll do it. It won't be it won't be that weekend because I will not have it done by then, but we'll make sure by the end of... Before Christmas, that'll be your Christmas present. It'll be me embarrassing myself, <laughs> rapping Lose Yourself in the world of in Tamriel. So it'll be really, really fun. So we've got a bunch of people that are going to be coming in. Um, I believe Baratron's going to be coming and a doc. Doc's going to be doing a stream. And Sarthus, I believe. Um, we may have a couple more that I haven't confirmed yet, but we're going to be going through all over the weekend, different times, popping in, seeing what's happening with this save file. And there may or may not also be, as I see Baratron talking about at the end, I there was may say, or may not you know? <laughs> be a new Blades workout stream again, because that has I been... I mean, people have been asking. You need that to give the people what they want. ridiculously <laughs> asked for. So I don't know if Dave knows. Yeah, literally I see it no, in chat. I'm There's sorry. like three mentions. So <laughs> yeah, so Elder Scrolls Blades came out on Switch last year, just before we did the Extra Life stream. Ah. Uh. So I made a goal that if <laughs> we made it to a certain amount, I would do an 80s style workout dance with like everything, like the yeah. short shorts great. and everything while Sweat playing bands. with the motion controls for blades and going through. And it was a, I think I did it at like two in the morning and just, like I, <laughs> I went way too hard. I couldn't like walk for the next day. Cause it was, it was actually a good workout. Like I was crushed it, but the shorts were definitely a thing. About it though, because that was a very hard act to follow. <laughs> yeah, so you did thanks a lot. <laughs> I did. So we'll, <laughs> so if we make so. it to a level, I'll put that on there as a reward. If we make it there, it'll be the final stream, which will either be a Sunday evening or a Monday evening stream, depending on how we do throughout the weekend. So make sure you get in there and donate to the extra life <laughs> campaign. Um, it's extra life dot extra dash life. I put it in the chat. Let me pull up the list here. Do, 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 do. It is the link is if I can find it, I'll just type it again. That'll be easier for me to remember. It is extra-life.org slash participant slash UESP. So make sure you get in there and give us some donations. All of the donations go directly to, if I should explain what Extra Life is, I just realized. Uh, so Extra Life is the event where you play game to heal kids. So all the money that we raise goes directly to children's hospitals. Um, it's a great campaign. It runs money things. I've been very involved with the organization. I was on the board previously, so I know a lot of the different things that are going for the one locally. I know that they put all the money last year that we raised, went and bought a new NICU bed uh, for the neonatal mm -hmm. intensive care unit. They That's were able cool. to, with the funds from UESP specifically, they were able to buy a full bed, which was amazing, which is really, mm -hmm. really good to see. So that makes a huge difference in the lives of a lot of new parents. And yeah. it's good to see like people coming together from gaming to actually be able to do like something important with your gaming. It's kind of like the guilt-free gaming that would be like, you know what? It's games do do good outside of just sometimes games get a bad rap. Like it's what happens, but not Skyrim. Skyrim gets a pretty good rap vote <laughs> overall. I don't see too many, too many things in the media being like Skyrim's terrible. It's corrupting the youths. <laughs> um, which is good. I think I think Skyrim not having guns in it is like a big thing for that too. It doesn't get as much of the media attention as like Grand Theft Auto and all of those games. So. 
so yeah that'll be really really exciting i, did, I wanted to re- I, I knew i would forget if i mentioned left it to the end of the show so i want to make sure that everybody knows what's going on there but it's going to be a lot of fun make sure you tune in um especially tomorrow night it's going to just be I, I have a feeling my character is not going to be well balanced because people in chat, like I'm going to let, I'm going to let chat do anything. If you make a donation, you can pick whatever stat you want us to put stuff in. Like it's going to be hilarious. So we'll see how well I feel really bad for whoever has to follow like the character creation because it's just going to be a mess. I have no idea how you're going to accomplish anything in the game. Um, uh, especially we'll if we have to in. turn on like we'll rifted. <laughs> yeah, well, especially if we have to turn on like survival mode before you get there. Oh, hey, question. Yes. Um, told, uh, we're, we have to make it so that you can like follow my, me playing again. Like you have to do a stream. No reason or anything at all. Like I'm not, it's not like I'm going to be setting you up or anything. It's just but... like completely <laughs> naked in the wilderness. It's like. Uh... With nothing but sweet rolls and cheese wheels. Nothing else. Yeah. That wouldn't, that wouldn't happen. But it's it's one of those things that like that game's so good that we get like it's it's crazy that the game at ten years old, <laughs> I still feel like there's things I want to do in it that I'd never have done. Like there's so many things. Like I've done the main quest. I've done companion. I've done the vampires line from the mm-hmm. DLCs. But there's so many things that I'm like, I bet I could go in there and I bet I can find a ton of things that I've never actually been through Mm -hmm. in the game. Mm -hmm. Plus now with with everything that they've added to um, now, like, because didn't they, with the anniversary edition, um, did they add more quests? They did. So there's, Um, yeah, I, I, I don't have it in front of me. I believe it's four new quests outside of the new quests that are already involved with creation club that you could get before so there's a number of the creations that would come in plus on top of that um there's four new ones that are just out from the anniversary edition that we've never had before so those are really interesting but yeah it's it's kind of funny like i wish i had a little bit more time than it literally coming out today because i like haven't got a chance to get into it yet i I haven't got a chance to play it and i'm and i'm not going to get a chance to play it at all until we basically we start the stream on friday so it's going to be a really (laughs) really unique time so i really hope a lot of you can come join us for that and it's for a good cause too it'll be so fun i'm always willing to make a fool out of myself for a good cause so yeah so it'll be a (laughs) lot of fun there um okay dave starting us off do you have any favorite memories from skyrim oh favorite memories I, I I can't think of anything offhand. I mean, mo- most most of my time in the game has been spent related to the site, and you know, in, yeah. <laughs> in, in uh, you know, data hunting or 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 you know, putting taking apart data and putting in the site or stuff like that. I mean, that's I mean, fun in itself too. Though. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. I guess you could say that's a that's a uh, part. Of, that's a game. Yeah, like you say, it's a game in in and of itself. Like one one memory I have is trying to figure out how to get our uh, a Skyrim map working because you you can't export tiles from the uh, construction set in yeah. color so it was a it was a uh it was a fun little challenge trying to figure out how to how to get that done do you remember how you got it done? yeah so i i used the construction set and created a uh, uh another program that fed keystrokes into the construction <laughs> set to basically go through every cell and take a screenshot <laughs> 
That sounds. Wow. And if that sounds as complicated and ridiculous as it sounds, yeah, it was complicated and ridiculous. I was going to say, sounds. that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. But it worked eventually. And, that's, and then that's, you had to just <laughs> compile them yeah. all screenshot by screenshot. Yeah, oh, well, no. we uh, use a script to, uh, you know, take it apart and put it into a tile format. But yeah, it was it was a project. But it worked. I mean, that that's the tiles we use on our on our Skyrim map. Online that's Skyrim amazing. map is from that, so. That's amazing. That's so funny. Yeah. I never would have thought about that. Because, like, now, like, ESO, it's easy to get the map out. And yeah, it's, like it's well, trivial, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that's so fun. And, like, that's another thing that like, you just wouldn't think about. Uh-huh. That would be... That's so funny. I can't imagine the size of that file of yeah. taking screenshot. Like, how many files that would have yeah, been for know, every it's, single it's, it's cell. Gig, like it's gigabytes. But... Yeah, huge, that'd yeah. be a huge... I would love to see that like actual file, like this like 12 gigabyte file of just like <laughs> the map just keeps zooming in forever. That's really, really fun. How about you, Doc? Do you have any favorite memories? Uh, a couple. One, uh, the first time Brynjolf called me lass. Swoon. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um but also, uh, it was my second playthrough. My first playthrough, I focused a lot on, like, the main storyline. Obviously, I got, you know, went around and everything um, and did side quests, too. But I really wanted to finish the whole main storyline. Um, but my second playthrough, I created a completely different character. And I was really curious what would happen if I never turned in the Dragonstone, but just went off immediately to like, say, Riften. And it was like, like after talking to, I think I at the time I, I chose to follow Rayloff. And right from, um, from talking to Rayloff, I went straight to Riften. I didn't even bother going to Whiterun. And what's interesting is I did the whole Thieves Guild storyline, and then I think I went and did Dark Brotherhood and all these others. Not one dragon attack. The dra- <laughs> I learned that no dragon attacks happen if you don't go and get the dragon stone, or like when you deal with that first dragon attack at the tower right outside White Run when you go with the guards yeah. and everything. If you never do that part of the quest and get the call from you know the graybeard or not graybeard. Um, the graybeards, yeah. Oh, graybeards, thank you. Um, it sounded right, but I'm thinking like treebeard, graybeard. <laughs> I, I've been li- I've I've been reading some Lord of the Rings. Sorry, guys. So, um, but yeah. So I know I realized that the dragons never attack you. So uh, that was an interesting discovery. But um, and then eventually I was like, okay, well this is kind of boring because I kind of like the excitement of a random dragon attack. So um, so yeah. So I think that was my favorite uh, favorite playthrough was with that tune, just like the realizations. But yeah, I love the Thieves Guild quest line in that game. That's one of my favorite, honestly. Um, I remember I remember now just that reminded me of uh, the stumbling across the stones of uh, Berenziah. Berenthia? Berenthia, yeah. Ber- yeah. That one being like, oh, what's this? And then I remember going to USP and being like, oh, yeah, there's I've so much I need to that. do. With it. I don't think I. I don't know if I've I ever finished it. I've never done like, it. You have to do this, 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 and this. I'm like, I. That's so much, and I. I think I found one by accident, and then after that, it was just like I tried to like follow them all and being like, this isn't happening. This is there's no way this is happening. Um, 
which is a lot of fun. I still my favorite memory, and I know I've told it on the podcast a number of times, but it's it's never not funny for me. <laughs> is my first playthrough, and it happened. It started that first night I was playing. I got through. I got past White Run. I did the stone. I got the dragon stone. I had been called by the gray beards, and I was doing another. I was doing the quest to go slay one of the dragons, and I had found a horse, and I was riding my horse. And I'm riding the horse. It's a really great time. I see a dragon, a random dragon pop up in the sky. I was like, oh, great. I get off my horse. My horse shoots into the sky, just <laughs> flies into the sky. And I'm just like watching it go, just flying away. And I'm like, oh, I, I yeah. guess my horse is gone. <laughs> it just takes off. It's like, my people need me. And it just takes <laughs> off and it goes. So anyways, I'm playing the game a couple weeks later. Yeah. Random thing. I think some bandits attack me. All of a sudden, all I hear is like, uh, uh, and my horse comes flying back, the same horse flying back from the game and just lands in front of me. It like crumples as if it dies and then it's alive again. And like the bandits near me are just gone. I don't know if they got hit by the horse and were like blasted off like a cliff or something like that, but they're just gone. And the horse is just sitting there full health as if nothing had happened at all. And I just, okay, get back on the horse and ride away. And it was, I was, I just remember dying laughing at that. And like, it's so funny because it's just a horse, like it's, and it's a bug in the game. But that yeah. memory of that, like just ridiculous thing happening has just been so ingrained in my memory of this, just like this, the glitches in Skyrim that weren't like game breaking yes. or anything that were just, they're just kind the of a fun, they're kind of fun. Like there was yeah. a lot of funness to that of just like, well, that shouldn't happen. Like when you learn how to use like Foos Roda and it launches somebody <laughs> or like into a thing and then they're just like spinning there forever. Um, or like putting buckets on people's heads. Also oh a great time. Yeah. Always good. I feel like that's like a staple though. I think I did that in Morrowind as well. Or you could like turn them, but um, I don't know. There was just so, it's so funny because like I've been playing through Skyrim again on the Switch whenever I get a chance kind of thing. Oh yeah. And just like, it's so funny. Run, it's like when you run into like that thing, you're like, oh, I forgot about that. Like I've forgotten about so many things. Like, when you're going through your first, like when you get to Riften for the first time, kind of like I was like, oh yeah, I forgot I had to like sabotage this like poor merchant and like, yeah, like, like put like stolen stuff in. Guilty. I know, and I remember playing that. I'm like, I don't want to do this, but, but I have to. you have asked me to do it, so I can't let him know. <laughs> I see so many people in chat being like, oh, so funny. I know, it's just so funny. Um. I'm just trying to think of what other things happened with the wiki around the time of Skyrim that you would have remembered in the past 10 years. Like what changed around then? Like, was that a, any big upgrades at that time or? Uh, well, I guess it was the start of me being able to do it full time. Yeah. Uh, because of the, That's a big change. The, the increasing traffic. I didn't start right at Skyrim because I didn't know how long it would last. The, uh, but I saw so I, basically a year after Skyrim, I started uh, doing the site full time and have since yeah. then so i mean that from from my perspective that's a, that's a big change or that's a very no, notable, big change yeah. notable change um well i mean that also moves uesp like you being able to work on it full time changes that from a like side project that people exactly, are working yeah. on to a like business like it's yep. a full-on yeah because i mean i had a i had a, a day job 
they cut well day job mm-hmm. sometimes day and night job before <laughs> so i mean lim- limited time uh in terms of you know what what i could work on the site so yeah i get uh, allowed me to do a lot more yeah that's really oh man it's just so fun to think about and then oh what was i gonna think was somebody, was, for some reason todd howard i was a thing about todd howard popped in my head and it entirely disappeared at the same moment <laughs> that I'm just like remembering it. Sad. But because we got to interview him not long ago. And I know we were talking about something with that. But I entirely blanked on it. Was my that with the, uh, the Bethesda running UESP? Maybe that's what it was. On a, on a Bethesda server? Yeah. What was that? Yeah. For, so that was that was probably way before Skyrim. That was before Skyrim. Way, way yeah. when it was just a simple, uh, simple small website. And we were hopping from you know free free host to free host, and Bethesda hosted us for a little while. That's so uh, funny. At some point, and uh, yeah, that was <laughs> really weird. I mean, you would you wouldn't hear you wouldn't do that these days, but way back then in the you know the, the birth of the web. So, oh, what's I remember my question though, because I remember you telling a story at one point about ta- about someone at Bethesda having like a backup of the UESP. Like somebody yeah, yeah, like, it, like yeah, the, the website was running on their servers. And they and like somebody oh was, that was at the same time then okay. yeah they were like ran past Todd's office and Todd said what's that oh this is the UESP <laughs> <laughs> just on a server <laughs> how, how big is I love it how how much storage is needed for the UESP now I mean oh gosh these days <laughs> well I'm thinking if we've got 12 gigabyte map files like yeah I mean you could probably squeeze everything down into like 500 gigs compressed I mean, yeah. or not no well like like no no copies of everything like yeah single copy of everything i mean that's you know huge yeah i mean yeah. Like, for a primarily like text-based website yeah that's insane there, there, there's a lot of big files you know all the map files yeah all the uh yeah you know the, the some of the databases for their i was gonna say it's not, a good thing we're not like hosting video files there yeah. or anything yet like that would yeah. just be a nightmare <laughs> but oh, uh yeah yeah, I try to. Yeah, I just remember. I remember a lot, and I, I guess it's a kind of a question of like a nostalgia thing too. Like some of the memories I have about Skyrim relate to memories of that time in my life, like ten years ago. Like I was a newlywed. I didn't have kids. Like I was living in a little apartment. Like I was like working like my first job out of school, kind of thing. Like there was a lot of those things going on. And I'm like, I want like you, you have that like desire to get those back, but like I don't think I don't know. And even we're talking about like Elder Scrolls Six coming out, I don't know if we're gonna be able to replicate that like magic of Skyrim. Mm. Maybe and maybe it will for like the next generation. Um, I saw there was a leak that has like zero credibility that like the the plan date for Skyrim right now is 2024, or for uh, Elder Scrolls Six, not mm-hmm. for Skyrim. I I have a hard time imagining 2024 we'll be getting the next Elder Scrolls game. It almost seems too soon. I mean, it seems very soon. With Starfield coming out 2022, and then they'll be supporting that for so long, and then 20 yeah 2024. I I would be optimistic of a 2026 release of Elder Scrolls Six, and I'm just thinking like. That's a like five year like I'll have like a ten year old. <laughs> like that'll yeah. be a that's kind of like a wild thing to think about. Like it's like they'll be wanting to play. Mm-hmm. 
And then they'll be the ones that get to have those memories of the game and like staying up all night and maybe like, what? You have school in the morning. Get to bed. And like, <laughs> uh, it's kind of fun. But yeah, it's just such a, it's such a funny, it's just been such a huge cultural phenomenon yeah. that like, and, and that's what, it, and like to my original point, like Oblivion was big. Morrowind was amazing. I don't think either of them got to that same like zeitgeist level that Skyrim did. Like when Skyrim in 10 years ago, actually probably nine years ago, if we're really talking about it, you couldn't go anywhere without hearing about Skyrim and dragons. Like you would see like mm. comedians making jokes about like games and stuff like that. And like they'd be poking fun at it um, or they'd be like but part of it as well. But it was like it was everywhere for the longest time. And it's kind of wild. Yeah, I see Baratron in chat being like, "It's still 2001 in my head." <laughs> I have the I feel the that. 2000s are the weirdest. Like, like I can think of like 80s and 90s and 2000 to 2000 and 2010 in there, but everything else after that just makes is just a complete blur. It's just a blur. Yeah, yep. it just yep. it, time no longer makes any sense anymore. Yep. But yeah, it's it's really really interesting. So I think it'll be. I'm excited to see what will be in store. But I just I don't know what it'll be like. I just don't. It's so hard for me to think about something topping Skyrim because like I love more. Morrowind is like my favorite in there. I've never gotten back to the original. What would you, Dave? What would you say is your favorite Elder Scrolls game? Oh, that's, that's I don't a know tough if we've one. asked this before. No, I don't know. You know, I, I I'm gonna probably go go a little different. I think I Redguard was probably one of my favorite. Really? Yeah. I mean, not Ooh. that I don't like the other ones, but it was kind of a it was a different game. And I was gonna say you might be the only person I've ever heard say Redguard <laughs> is their favorite Elder Scrolls game. Yeah, yeah it's a little different, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of a lot of fun. I mean, at the time, it was yeah, a really, it was, really great game. It's and hard it's, to go back to now. Yes, and, it, <laughs> and a little ashamed it didn't get you know pick up more uh, more traction or or love at the time. Well, because yeah, because like if I remember correctly, like Redguard almost. Uh, sent Bethesda to bankruptcy. Yeah, I, I don't think it was received. It did received not do well. well. I don't mean I don't and know why. It was, but... Yeah, it was. I don't. Well, it could be any yeah, number yeah. of reasons. Like it was just it was a departure from what they'd done before mm -hmm. and things like that. But that's really interesting. I didn't expect that answer <laughs> at all. Yeah. Oh man, that's so much fun. Yeah. But like, yes, I like Morrowind is my favorite because that was like my introduction to it and it was like it's just like the magic of Morrowind but like I don't know I spent more time I think in Skyrim just like being there and it felt it had hit that like graphical level of like the whoa look mm. at this like you'd see those vistas and the mountains and dragons and be like this is incredible to look at and like mm -hmm. actually I think that was the the mod I wanted to get a high uh texture mod i think was the main mod i wanted to get which is why i wanted to get it from pc so i could look at everything in like high resolution because yeah. i got it because i had a 1080p screen and i was like oh <laughs> this will be 1080p it'll be huge now 1080p is like the the i don't know the forgotten child of resolutions everyone's like i want 4k 4k or nothing but and no, I see in chat that Redguard was not a cell phone game, unfortunately. Um, Shadow Key was cell phone. Uh, <laughs> the Travels Dawnstar. Um, Oblivion Mobile never came out, right? I don't think it did. There's Dawnguard, Shadow Key, 
or Dawnstar, Shadowkey, and there was one other travels game, if I remember, but I'd have to look at the wiki to remember. Yeah, Red Redguard was between uh, Daggerfall and and uh, Morrowind, along with Battlespire. Oh, Battlespire. Oh, Battlespire, yeah. yeah so that, Stormhold. Like, Stormhold was Stormhold, the other one. Yeah, yeah so Redguard and Battle, they are kind of like offshoots. They're trying to go a little different direction, yeah. and it didn't work. So they back in Morrowind, they sort of went back towards the the you know the core RPG type of game. Yeah, yeah, the 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 exploration based games yeah. versus like it was like adventure more. Mm-hmm. Although, oh man, I guess I guess if you looked at playtime, I mean my fi- my most played would probably be Daggerfall. Yeah. Yeah. Of like, like actual play, yeah, not yeah, like logged in yeah, time actually, doing yeah, play time, taking yeah. every every cell <laughs> screenshot. Because yeah, I bet that one probably took a long time. To, yeah, because again, know what ten it years is, ago, yeah. there's no like neural networks or anything like that you can take <laughs> advantage of to like be like, oh, I'm just gonna do this and have like AI build it out for me. <laughs> there and like Twitch didn't exist. Like streaming of games wasn't yeah. a thing. That's kind of, uh, there were podcasts. Because I remember listening to podcasts at the time. But yeah, there was no like streaming for the game. So it's like you wouldn't see other people watching them. There was I YouTube was a thing, but I don't remember watching not any like the level yet, it is let's now. play. Not the level it is, but I don't remember watching like Skyrim things on YouTube or anything like that. I remember going to UESP to get information on how to complete the quests. I had a strategy guide, like a printed prima games strategy yes. guide which i remember not being very helpful like at all i remember there not being there being like so much like missing information or it's just like hey you could do this and you're like that doesn't help me solve any of these problems these quests that i'm having <laughs> but yeah i think that a lot of people their introduction to elder scrolls i think that's probably the most introductions to the elder scrolls came from skyrim mm-hmm. i think that would be probably a safe thing to say so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about the, the wider, you know, Skyrim had a wider audience. I mean, Morrowind yeah. and, and Oblivion, th- their style was a bit, each of their styles was a bit uh, peculiar. You know, you, you Morrowind. Um, Morrowind was weird. Was weird, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Oblivion was a bit more mainstream RPG, but still it was a little a little different. I mean, especially if you, know, you look at their NPCs these days, right? They look a little, little different. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, and uh, Oblivion was very much that like medieval sword and shield style. Like that's how they mm-hmm. marketed it as like that. Whereas like Skyrim was, it was unique in that sense. It was like this Nordic adventure with dragons and snow mm-hmm. and mountains. Like, I don't know. It's just like, and like, it's so funny. I, I, I was thinking about it. I'm like, if they had released Skyrim two years later, do you, th- I don't know if it would be as big. Like it was kind of that perfect storm or everything just worked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really well. So, yeah, it was really, really amazing. But I think that's probably a good spot to call it for the night. We could have gone over, unless anybody has any things they wanted to mention before we sign off. And we will be doing the uh, giveaway for our live listeners. Sorry, audio audience. Um, We'll be doing our giveaway of the Skyrim Collector's Edition. We have other giveaways that'll be coming out at different times. So, don't worry. This isn't your only chance to get a giveaway. Those many other things going in there. Um, but we'll do that in a few minutes here, but is there any, yeah, is there anything else you guys wanted to memory or note of point of note that you wanted to bring up before we sign off for the night? Going once. 
going twice. No, I think that's it. Skyrim's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's deep. It's a real deep message there. Uh, You're welcome. Uh, You're welcome. Well, are, are we going to be here in 10 years celebrating Skyrim that's 20th? That's actually interesting. Do you or, think uh, there'll be a Skyrim? That's Sky- a good question. <laughs> I, would, I would say no, but there may be a Skyrim 25th. 25th yeah 25th and do you think we'll get a new version in 25 years <laughs> for our like eye implants that we can say our a our like augmented real actually augmented reality skyrim be kind of terrifying and t- awesome yeah. at the same time <laughs> that, yeah i what would it look like 10 years from now yeah, yeah that's a good, a good question there hasn't there wasn't really a big paradigm shift i would say oh actually that's not entirely true 10 years ago, I would say mobile gaming has really changed in the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. That'd be probably the biggest paradigm shift for yeah. games there. But like, I'm still playing games in the same way that I played Skyrim 10 years ago. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, so I don't know if there'd be a huge shift in how things were done in another 10 years. That's interesting to think about. Or will it be. Yeah, I don't know, because Skyrim is such a momentous force that I could see it. I could see there being still around and talked about 10 years and doing probably not the same level. I don't know if Bethesda will have a concert in the London <laughs> Symphony Orchestra about it, but I, I could see still having the memory of Skyrim 10 years from now because it, it was big enough to capture enough of the population. Like mm. We don't talk about Arena as much, but... It, how many copies did Arena sell yeah, versus exactly. how many copies did Skyrim sell? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, well, we do have Skyrim VR already, actually, don't we? Mm-hmm. we do. I've never played. I've actually no, never played it. I, I, I can't do VR. It I always wanted to try it. Yeah, VR. I was just curious what it'd be like. Like, I feel like I'd probably get motion sick, but I really want to try it just to see what that would be like. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I know motion sickness has always been the thing that gets me. Mm. Yeah. I haven't been able to, I haven't tried any of the newest VR systems, but I've never been able to get them because they always make me motion sick. Anyways, thank you everybody for joining us. I'm going to sign us off and then we'll do the giveaway after I get everything stopped so we aren't recording. So the listeners and audio a week from now don't have to be kicking themselves too, too much that they weren't here live. But just remember, you can always join us live when we're recording at twitch.tv slash UESB. That's where a lot of fun stuff happens. So we're going to start the giveaway in a few minutes here. So I want to say goodbye. And on behalf of Dave, Doc, myself, and the rest of the staff at the UESP, I hope you guys had a fun time hanging out with us, talking about Skyrim, and we'll be back again soon. Bye, Bye, everybody.